0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Pink Shade with Erin Martin. It is time to talk about Married at First Sight, the nightmare that many women are living through this season with the dudes they've been set up with, otherwise known as sociopaths. Less than half of these women are living their best lives. In fact, some of them might end up murdering their spouses, and nobody, no jury in the world would convict them. Kirsten Moore from Reality TV and me, our Aussie friend, is here to recap it with me. Hey, Kirsty.
1: Hello, I wanted to say on that uh, murderous topic, mm-hmm. look, I <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but I've been um, researching, there's this condition, um, which of course I just have, so happen to have, it's a hormonal condition called uh, PMDD, premenstrual dysmorphic disorder, which is a very sexy name, um, just add it to the list of, you know, ways <laughs> that my body is trying to kill me, and... <laughs> We d- we did mention that we were going to get into
0: some medical ailments this week, so this always, can- this can always. be it. I'm yes, just here we go. This
1: off straight away. Perfect. Look, women have killed their husbands on this and gotten off um, <laughs> on trial because it is such an extreme hormonal change that it really registers as insanity. So, look, I'm just putting it out there to these women. Maybe just. You know, chat with your GP, make sure you have a good relationship, set it up now so that it's in the record when, you know, you eventually do strangle your husband to death because no one would blame you. But it's nice to have that on the record. Right. When the time comes to grab Zach by his poof of hair on top of his head and bash his skull
0: into the stone wall behind his wine glass, you will need an excuse.
1: Yeah, and look, you know, all power to you, but it's always good to have a backup plan just in case just people in haven't case. watched the
0: show. We're here to we're here to advise, if nothing else. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, that's that. <laughs> As well as being armchair um, psychologists, um, I'm here to give legal advice. You're welcome to hit me up. Everyone in DMs. Oh my gosh! Before we get
0: into the American version, which is of course what we're recapping right now, I want you guys. I want you to tell people what you're doing with Australian Married at First Sight because you indeed are covering it. You've got a new logo. You've got a fresh look. You got a hottie patati picture on your podcast logo now. And you guys, if you're not subscribed to Reality TV and me with Kirsten Moore, go over and subscribe because she is going to be covering her version. Yes, indeed. Yes. So tell people about that.
1: So Married at First Sight Australia had just started last week. My first episode is up now with our entertainment journalist, Jacques Peterson. Um, we He's a super fan. I'm a super fan. It is, look, if you think this shit is wild, this is next level. There are six couples to start with. And then we add some a couple, I think three more couples down the track. It is wild. Really? Every one yeah, I don't know. It's like a totally different structure. They all sort of live together in this bachelor-esque right. mansion. Right. Um, so there is absolute potential for everyone to be sleeping with each other's partners, which is oh, I cannot wait for that to occur. All like this is the thing about Australia. Australian married at first sight. And I've heard um, in previous seasons they pushed it a little too far. Um, they almost ask you what your perfect match is and then do the opposite on purpose
0: No this
1: season I know it's cruel it's a cruel cruel world but great television It's great it um, sounds like fantastic
0: television.
1: <laughs> they do still pretend that they've followed the expert's advice but it is you know it's really it's really obvious that they're just trying to push buttons. <laughs> Um, they, they have scaled it back a little bit this season, but it's still absolutely insane. Not one of these women has their real birth face. Um, all, all the, all the matches are just crazy. Birth face. Their birth. No one has their birth face. Not that I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's amazing. I'm just picturing a fully just picturing a fully grown woman with a baby face that's now. So that, that's creepy in itself. Me too, but, look, but I'm also picturing like every housewife
0: from every city that's like, ever lived and yep, mm-hmm. None of them have their but, birth face. Mm-mm.
1: But the scary thing is, and they've just, this week is coming out, one new couple is getting married. Um, she's 25 and I swear to you, I thought she was 40. This is a Lala-esque kind of, she's beautiful, but she's yeah. had so much work done that it has just aged her at the altar, somebody from the audience says, screams out, oh, he's so, she's so much more attractive than you to the groom. <laughs> it, it, it's so uncomfortable. Everyone's just open with how disgusted they are with their partners. Um, then she turns around when she finds out he's he's got some money in the bank. So, look, it is going to be a wild ride. We've got our first lesbian couple um Jacques actually who I covered the first episode with he applied and he got really far in the process and he was going to be Australia's first uh gay couple but ended up not being um they couldn't find him a match poor Jacques single tier. oh
0: this is the co-host you're working with sometimes yes. to cover the show yeah. amazing so not only were you recruited at one point <laughs> so was he <laughs> yeah. so you're yeah. looking into the face of the, the destiny the sliding doors universe that you avoided
1: uh, Both of you, yeah. But see, you know, I've told you before. I applied because I was in a really dark place in my life, and okay, I'm so thankful. Yeah, get on. But he was just doing it for fun. He's like, "Yeah, I believed in the process." I'm like, "What are you saying? You watched the show. You know that it was just going to be torture." <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh so he's God, coming from a Amazing place. It's great. You've got to tune in. Okay. I'll be covering it weekly. Um, it's on four four to five nights a week. It's absolutely insane. So I'm doing a kind of a, uh, Cliff's Notes rundown version once a week. Um, you know, there's lots of uh repetition and stuff like that. So look, it's really fun. It takes over the whole of Australia. It's even in the news. I mean, slow news day, I guess. But it's really great. Jump on board. If you follow us here, you'll enjoy it. gonna be a riot. I
0: can't wait. You know what? And I'll come, I'll guest host with you at one point when I watch enough of it, we'll do a crossover and I'll come over with you on reality TV and me. And I will talk about your show because I'm going to watch it through. There are a series of websites that you can watch the Australian version, you guys, and people have been posting them There's many different threads going on on the Pink Shade with Erin Martin Facebook group. So if you come over and join our group, you can see where people are posting like, okay, you can watch the Australia version here, 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 here. I'm going to try to find what someone listed there as the best one or maybe a couple of them. And I'll link them up in the show notes so that you guys can just hit those websites up and watch them. You know, I don't know that anyone's going to be invested four nights a week, but knowing me and how addicted (laughs) I get to basically everything I like a little bit of, I like a lot of it. I can see myself, like, big brothering it and watching watching a lot of it. You know, just binging it maybe at the end of the week. So I'm so well,
1: glad you're covering it! Yay! If, if you can't get the episodes as well, or you can't watch, you know, five hours of these insane people in a row um, which you know look everyone's human you gotta sleep at some point but there's this guy called James Weir I think that's his name look him up on Facebook he does like 10 minute recaps of each episode and he's brilliant yeah he covers like all the hot the hot top like hot um, hot bits of the episode in a really funny way so perfect he he just posts them on Facebook so check him out there is that W-E-I-R yes it's either E-I or I-E we
0: don't even know. You guys are going to have to type I it yourselves. <laughs> Try it out. You let us know what happens. Okay, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay. we get, Let's talk about our version now, the American version yes. that we're covering. Uh, it's not as crazy with people from, you know, the audience yelling shit out to them. However, mm-hmm. I also believe these experts are trolling some of these couples because we saw it coming from a mile away, at least with Mindy and Zach. We knew what shit was going to go mm-hmm. down and it's like by the book exactly what we predicted Um, Brandon and Taylor are first impressions of them it has gotten a hundred times worse than I could have ever predicted but it's basically the same issue we saw from the beginning he does not like being with someone who outshines him he's also absolutely insane like he needs Mm -hmm. to go get some therapy big time it's not just that he's with the wrong match he doesn't belong with any woman in my opinion (laughs) like he doesn't belong with another human
1: Period. (laughs) Yeah, and look, I think he would do well in a padded cell right now and just banging his head against the wall because he's so frustrated and angry. And he doesn't seem to know why. So he just really needs to let out some of that stress, maybe join a... Um, kickboxing class get it out of your system and then you're welcome to rejoin the world (laughs) but right now I feel like we just all need a bit of a breather from him I don't know how Taylor is still smiling at this stage I I mean some of her testimonials honestly all all power to her like some of her testimonials she is just staring blankly like she's saying all this nice stuff like yeah it's going really well and her eyes are dead And it is so creepy. Kirstie,
0: absolutely. I'm glad you said that because when I've been watching her, I'm like, she's turning into one of the zombie children from Welcome to Plathville on TLC, that culty family where the ones who are indoctrinated the most, who aren't rebelling against the parents yet, they're always smiling, even when they're complaining like, yes, mother and father want me to do all the dishes all day. And that's okay because I'm here to serve the Lord. And they're smiling while they're saying it. And you're like... You're oh, one. Man. You're You're one dish away from murdering your whole family. Like I see it in your eyes, and that's that what I see so in Taylor. Uncomfortable. Yep,
1: I completely agree. Yeah, that, she like, is, I'm she's a
0: smile, even though I feel very murdery right now.
1: <laughs> so scary. She's dead inside. And look, mm. I mean, it, you're right. Like with those children, it's like it's almost easier just to give in because she can't get out of this for at least another seven weeks. So. It's better to just shut down emotionally right. make your way through the process <laughs> get get through it and uh and then run run as fast as you goddamn can because exactly. this guy he is he's tough work he and he is tons can't of work. stand her. He just can't stand her. He can't stand himself. Okay, let's save
0: him for last, since we really ended on their dramatic scenes where production got involved and was basically throwing down with him in an elevator. Let's start with the easy ones. Okay, Derek and Katie, the lovebirds, Mm -hmm. the ones who are seemingly perfectly matched. I mean, they are just gaga over each other. They film themselves in bed talking about like, oh my gosh, it's like we're the same person, but we found out we have some differences too. Like one of us is taller than the other. (laughs) And it's like, oh God, all right, guys, we get it. You guys are like falling in love. It's great match. We don't know if it's going to last, but they are sure having fun on their honeymoon. Good for them.
1: Yeah, look, I mean... that that when every every time one of these people is just like oh my god he's the male version of me it makes me sick but at least they both feel the same way they're happy um she takes him to panama canal which look it was seemed to me like just a concrete slab filled with water but he's an engineer (laughs) in training so he was loving it best day of his goddamn life Um, and they both allow animals in their bed so look that was a positive for me I'm like yes I know they're very excited about the
0: dogs sleeping with them which I, I also fully support Mm-hmm. And they just seem to not have any roadblocks or road bumps, I guess, at this point. The only thing that we're hearing that could be like a little bit of an issue is when she's like, well, when we get back in the real world, you know, it won't be like this anymore. And we'll have to really see how each other live. And it's like, well, yeah, as does everyone. So I think well, it'll yeah. be okay. Okay. But,
1: and I and I completely understand where I think at this point all of the couples and she's really the main one who voiced it I think Zach mentioned something as well it's that they are just spending 24-7 together and look I would hate anybody at that point it is too much I mean even when you've been in a relationship for years and lived, lived together and know, know each other inside out spending Uh, you know, entire holiday together, especially with cameras around by the end of it, you know, everyone gets a bit snippy here and there. And I just felt for her when she mentioned that she was having a shower time to herself, letting the steam wash over and Derek decides to join her. Like I have had nightmares about that. I have had, (laughs) I've been on holidays with exes and gone into the shower to take my time out and just been like, Please don't come in. Please don't come in. Please don't come in. Because I'm, like, shaving my armpits. You know, I probably have, like, loose hairs that I've stuck to the side of the shower. It is (laughs) not the sexy sight. They think it is. I'm, like, one leg up on the wall to try and shave my legs. Like, it's not cute. Please leave me alone. It's my (laughs) private time.
0: It is my private time. I totally agree. And you know what? When you're this married at first sight thing, they are strangers and they get shacked up in this hotel together. And as we've discussed before and listeners, you're thinking, are you really going to go there again? Yes, we are. They have to share a toilet. And I'm sorry. You do not Mm -hmm. want to do that even during maybe your first year of a relationship, maybe ever with some people. And they are meeting for the first time. The sights, sounds, and smells are all new, and they're all in each other's faces. I don't understand how they can get through that.
1: Mum told me a story yesterday. There's um, and I and I of course know none of the details, but there's a, a ship. Um, oh God, this is so, so bad. There's like a what are those big ships called where people have holidays on them? A cruise ship. Cruise ship. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. There's a cruise ship that's stranded somewhere, and they're not letting people on or off because of the coronavirus. They want to like quarantine. Did you tell me? (laughs) (laughs) Is that why we got into it? (laughs) Okay, I'm not calling you my mom. Mommy, <laughs> mom actually did mention it yesterday. I just Well, also, completely... I'm, pa- I'm your next of kin now. Just
0: admit it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> just put me on your forms.
1: Whatever's going on with the ulcer, you need to
0: update me. I'm concerned. No, so Absolutely. Yes, of course. Of yeah. course. But I we told you about this. And your mom probably mentioned it, too. But we had started talking <laughs> about it because we were talking about, like, cruise ships and how I was trying to, like, get in a fight with Bruce on a cruise ship and slam him in the door Ugh. and realized I was trapped. Now last time we detailed our painful recollections of like puking on planes and you know being stranded. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, back to the cruise ships now. Yeah, there are people so, who are trapped on there off the coast of Italy because mm-hmm. they're like no one can get off. I'm like, do you know how but, how fucking fast I would have jumped overboard? But one I didn't second.
1: realize that they were not they were they're trapped in their room. They're not allowed or out of their room. Oh I mean, like so the many murders. Alone, oh three weeks. Three weeks. They're quarantined in that. Have you? I like. I'm sitting in a bedroom right now, and it is three times the size of the room that I had in when I was on a cruise ship. And this was a pretty nice cruise ship. Like, whoa! I would. I would definitely be. You know calling on my pmdd lawsuit right at that point because i'm gonna kill somebody oh,
0: for real are they still in there for real they're still quarantined well as now we speak. i don't know because okay. i
1: feel like mom told me about it yesterday but i think last time we spoke that was it's got to be about three weeks your american Mum told you about it two weeks ago <laughs> i don't know what's happening what even is time
0: That is fucked up. Oh, there's gonna be there are gonna be so many crimes committed, domestic issues. Oh my, I can't even conceive of being trapped in a cruise ship room with my husband for three weeks because a virus had broken out. I mean, how are they even getting food? They must have things shipped on board and like delivered directly to people. This is messed up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, I mean, I, I was stuck on that plane and had to be quarantined, but that was only for about an hour. And by the end of it, I was ready to kill someone. So three weeks, three weeks oh, that they're yeah. stuck in that tiny fuck off little room
0: you know what i i've thought for many years now nothing could be worse than when i was trapped on that plane and had to escape (laughs) with with only my life and my suitcase and your blue hair and my blue hair but that is worse that's a hundred thousand times worse
1: for real, see. There's always, there's always further to fall. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> if we learn, if we learn anything from watching this show, there's always further to fall.
0: You know what? There is. Okay, let's talk about the other kind of boring. Couple okay, who are even more boring than Katie and Derek? Because Katie and Derek are at least like cute, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. look, love, true love, like fuck off with that. But anyway, they're cute. Austin and Jessica cannot get more boring. They just really cannot. I'm happy for them. I don't want to watch anything more. I don't want to watch them talk about like, do you want to put it, you know, do you want to send our kids to church? I don't know. Sure, we can maybe think about Sunday school. <laughs> do you want to get a dog? Yeah, let's get it. Okay, let's get a dog. All right, fuck off, Austin and Jessica. I don't. I'm so bored with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, speaking also of the happy for them, p- but I'm happy. I don't. For, want to watch I am them happy anymore. for them because look, this is a genuine relationship that could work. It is. But speaking of like Plathville children, I mean. I wouldn't want to grow up in that household. The sex through a she the bloody love languages. No, I'm out. It's so boring.
0: They dress alike. They They both smile. They laugh a lot. They even have their last dinner at the resort in their room. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of like my jam now, 22 years in with my dude. But that wouldn't have been like week one. I would have probably been like, no. let's get dressed up and go to a restaurant. Nope eating in a robe talking about how you don't like papaya or whatever i mean they are just an old married couple already which maybe is good for the long haul maybe they'll work out but it's so boring to watch
1: yeah i don't know sometimes i it could i don't know what do i know about relationships but it could be it could be good or again we could you know have an austin kind of eye-twitch murderous situation going on later down the road when he realizes he's wasted his youth. So, look.
0: That's true. He does have the overbearing mom, so I think things are going to spice up and get a little more dysfunctional with them. Not that I wish that on anyone, but you know what? I do like to be entertained by my reality trash TV, so I think it will spice up a bit when they get back home and mom becomes overbearing.
1: So, I have a question about when they go home, in inverted Mm. commas. Um, Are they... Did, has it, do they have an apartment like paid for by production or are they moving into one of each other's houses? What? How does this work? So it's morphed and changed over the years. It used to be that they would look at each other's places
0: of residence and they would decide which one to move into. And it was always just such a shit show and a power struggle right away. Mm. Uh, but they would decide. Now it is that they get a brand new apartment where they temporarily move in paid for by production for the duration. Right.
1: Yeah, so that's a good idea. It
0: is way better, but it was always interesting before because, you know, someone had to like haul their crap over to the other person's house and then it would be all about like, this is my place and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, we do want drama, but they do put them in a neutral location now. So that's what's going to happen.
1: Okay, so yeah, it's more about the relationship because moving it in is. general and you know I've just I moved know. this week. You did, you just moved Congratulations on rehoming yourself Thank and your pets. You. It's so beautiful. <laughs> I love my little corner of the world. Yay. Um, I haven't got Wi-Fi, so I spend little to no time there, but <laughs> I didn't realize how I thought I was kind of like, you know, this easygoing, like easy breezy hippie chick. No, I'm so tightly wound. I'm like, I need my shows. I can't talk to my internet friends. So Otherwise known I, as my real friends. Otherwise known as my American mom. <laughs> I have to let her know how the... Be- Ulcer is how going. I, how my internal organs are going?
0: Seriously, you have to keep me updated because I worry <laughs> over here. All right, so let's move on from these two. Just watching. Yeah, that's dry literally top about
1: it. That's yeah, it. I'm that's all we it. get.
0: Mika and Michael. Okay, I have hmm. new thoughts on them this week, and I'm yeah. going to float them out to you. I think Mika has has blown this situation up a little more than I originally. Thought. i thought michael was mostly the bad guy before and that she was just speaking the truth and now i'm thinking mm, i think she it takes herself and life so seriously that she is so rigid and hardly has room to consider the nuances of conversation because she is really showing herself to be like with all the rules she's giving him and how she just never even mm-hmm. cracks a smile I mean, this woman never hardly ever smiles. She's showing herself to be a very tough customer.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And she is just like while I was watching it, I just felt like, oh, she is draining the life out of me. I She's know. like one of those uh happiness vampires. And I was <laughs> I was like depressed through the screen. She is right. it, it was exhausting to watch and I felt for him because Look, we don't know what happened, but I agree. I think some like I, I and I think I said this from the start. She misinterpreted and then never gave him a chance to explain and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and she she's shut down emotionally. Like every now and then she'll be like, "Yeah, I still want to work on the marriage," but she doesn't. She hates him. He's very resentful of her. It's just building. It's you could cut the tension with a knife. I mean, even just putting a pillow for and making him sleep in a robe like in bed like that is it's I don't know it's like if it, 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 I get what she's doing but it's 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 harsh like it's no way to start building a, even a friend I know,
0: I know and it's so they're kind of like restarting at this point and that's why they didn't mm. go on the excursion with the other people you know they all go on the water and float on their noodles Zach's hair does not get one hair out of place while he's literally floating in the ocean <laughs> So they stay back and they walk around the streets of Panama downtown. And I don't know where they are, but they're looking at like little trinkets and getting frozen ice. And she is just not giving an inch, you know, and at the Mm -mm. beginning of a relationship, even though they've already had this kerfuffle and they're restarting now. I'm like, just kind of talk about light things. Instead, she's like, okay, there are some rules when we get back to the apartment. Know this, know that blah, 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 da, 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 clean up after yours. I'm like, uh, I feel like maybe you should be nice to each other for like five seconds before you start laying down the shit, you know? And it's not that she's mean or anything, or she's not within her rights to lay down the law, but they're not there yet.
1: Exactly. No, I just, I think this match is just not going to work. I think Mm -hmm. she... Yeah, I I think you're right. I think maybe she's had to like... And she's called Miss Ambitious. I think she's had to work really hard for everything in her life. And she's been successful in business that way. And maybe she thinks that that's how you get a successful relationship but you can't um train a man in the same way that you build a business so yeah I'm I i do not think these two are going to work out that's Mm-mm. my I, I I just feel like that the resentment between them is it's just too it's palpable it's too much at this stage It's
0: too much it's so uncomfortable I mean if a third person if the camera crew is probably uncomfortable walking mm-hmm. around with them. They're probably like, oh, fuck, I gotta film these two walking
1: around. Like, it makes Ugh. me nervous. It was so awkward. It really... It
0: was, I love that. It was so awkward. It really was <laughs> terrible. Okay, Mindy and Zach, let's talk about the real oh, terrible twosome here. Okay, mm-hmm. Mindy and Zach. Mindy deserves a full do-over. This is reminding me straight up of Kate and Luke from two seasons ago. If anyone saw that, give me a shout-out. Do you guys remember the situation? Luke told... Uh, kate right away on their honeymoon i'm not attracted to you and when the first time they kissed he said i feel dead inside and i feel nothing
1: <gasps> these are the things he said to her <laughs> yeah. god help uh-huh. jesus take the wheel yeah that is so upsetting yeah oh. on camera
0: he was all about like talking in circle just like zach he was a okay. different version of Zach. He was the hipster version of Zach. He had, like, the beard and the haircut, and he probably, like, drank craft beers. And I was like, fuck off. I wanted to <laughs> kick him in the face every day. He was the worst. Zach is acting just like that, where he's trying on the cam- on cameras to be like, well, you know, blah, 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 Even when Zach is with the guys on the beach. Yeah. I love how Derek just straight up calls him out. It was like... No one understands what Zach is saying. He he, yeah. he doesn't make any sense. He just talks in circles. He's just full of shit. He's not attracted to his wife. It's obvious. Why doesn't he just come out and say it?
1: Go Derek. What a guy. I know. And look, honestly, I, it said everything to me when Mindy and Zach were filming in bed, and I think she was holding the camera. And Zach does what I do whenever I'm Skyping with anybody or talking, and, um, talking on, on video chat. He just stares at himself the entire time. Right. And I do it to make sure I don't have a double chin or dark circles under my eyes, which I always do. Yeah. But <laughs> he was just like, God, I'm beautiful. I know. Not listening to a word she was saying. He's like, wait, is my hair out of place? No, He I'm touches good.
0: his own hair more than she touches her hair. He yeah. is the absolute diva. He is very interested in what he's going to get out of this show. And he is so pissed off. He has to do it with her. And he has to pretend I mean, to be a nice guy on camera, which you can see is killing him. It is it's killing him. It's total struggle town. Oh, my God. He is trying so hard to be like, well, you know, blah, uh, uh, yeah, well, it can grow. You know, attraction can grow. And I've just never been in this situation before. It's like, shut the fuck up, Zach. Uh, just be real. And-, and she is getting so
1: pissed right yeah himself. well glad. she's finally come out she's like you know i've been trying to give him a chance which she has she's been delightful she's given him more than enough and she's like but the guy's a dickhead <laughs> like, i know yes she finally says it i'm so glad oh he's the worst and when they're on the bus and babies came up Zach, his body, it's like, I, I felt like I was reading, um, you know, like Time Out magazine or one of these like, cheapy magazines that uh, berates celebrities. He, they were just like, oh, well, analyzing his body language, he was red in the face. He was leaning as far away from her as possible. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, um, it was trying not to vomit. And she's like, ah, we're not, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> oh, it was so The look of fear
0: on his face. I mean, Truly, here's a timely reference for all of you uh, kids who were born about 45 years ago like I was. He looked like uh, what was going to happen to him is that the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hello, 80s movie, when the guy's face melted clean off. You know what I mean? Like, melted right off of his bones. Because he had that, like, gaunt eye thing. I was like, oh, my God, I think his face is going to fucking melt off his skull. He was God. so upset. He also is pulling extra douchebag moves as if his like classic douchebaggery isn't enough he's he's gone and done some extra douchebag things now this week he is not wearing his wedding ring anymore he's like I don't really like jewelry as he sits there with his puka shell bracelet and watch <laughs> it's like shut the fuck up dude we know you wear full on necklaces with lockets like every day He's with like, it. I don't like I don't like jewelry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And then he also is apparently saying to Mindy off camera, I don't really like the term husband. Like let's not call each other <laughs> husband and
1: wife. Oh my god. <laughs> Mindy. I just wanna wrap her up and I give know. her a big hug. I wanna cover her in a blanket, make a little Mindy burrito and just put her in a like in a safe place somewhere put on some trash tv and tell her it's going to be okay because she does not deserve it. like she is such a beautiful kind person there are so many wonderful people that would just like fall on their knees to love her and they give her this Zack sack of shit Zack they give her the sack, sack of shit he's a complete sack, sack of, of shit. shit
0: I seriously want to go down to the, like the local watering hole find her like a big <laughs> midwestern hockey player who loves her figure skating butt who wants to yes. like raise babies with her and thinks she is the most beautiful precious woman in the world I just want to give her like a good guy who is thrilled with her because this sack guy deserves no one he definitely does not deserve her <laughs> If he someone needs said, to strangle no him with his nasty-ass bracelet and necklace, talk about him not wearing jewelry, I really want to kick him. I mean, I actually get mm-hmm. more angry at him than I get at Brandon, even though Brandon is acting like more of an asshole kind of on camera, because I hate how Zach is trying to come off as the the even keeled, The like, nice guy. Yeah. Yes!
1: I'm like, oh yeah. God. yeah exactly and and because some people will buy into that but mm-hmm. it is so obvious that he is just this uh, complete utter douche canoe but it's just he's but he but at least brandon snaps sometimes and <laughs> we're like okay he's a real dick and that gives me the information to keep my distance people like zach they they trick you they trick <laughs> you the, they trick you with kind their of fakery swindle me
0: and He's your beautiful fake. hair. Yeah, I know. His poof on his head. It, I hope his tuft permanently deflates. Clint style. Clint on meth, <laughs> allegedly, is where I want to see his tuft go. Okay, so Bindi, uh, you know what? When they get back home, it is just going to get worse. And we're here to watch it all, guys. We're here to watch it and recap it. But this mm-hmm. is just the beginning of the shit show. I hope Bindi gets her girls, gets in formation, and kicks his ass at some <laughs> point. But right now she is just living in kind of hell, you know, and Taylor, she's not smiling about it. Mindy's not smiling about it. At least Taylor is dead inside. She's smiling about it though. And she is coming to realize that she is living truly with a psychopath. (laughs) Like She's going to be moving in with a full tilt psychopath who not only has mood issues. I mean, she calls him straight up princess. She's like, he's the princess of the relationship. He's the diva. That ain't good. (laughs) He also is jealous of her and her Instagram following. I mean, this guy can't yep. get any smaller if he was like a gnat on the ass of the world. He is so <laughs> trite and small minded and ridiculous.
1: Yep, you said it, girl. All of that. And look, the fact that you keep saying uh, one thing to the boys, the bo- them boys, and one thing to her and to production right. really makes me sick as well. Uh, unlike Zach, at least we catch some of the, the nasty moments as well. But, you know, anytime... It's like he has to big himself up in front of the guys. Anytime he's in that group, he's like, yeah, we're doing great. Maybe I'll get lucky tonight. And then to production, he's like, yeah, we're just not there yet. We're not going to be... We're not like... Like basically saying... He acts as if he's not attracted to her. I'm like, boy, you should be so lucky. Take a scene. Queen Beyoncé is here. I'm like, oh, it just... he. These two make me more anxious than any other couple because when they go to the houses, the apartment, whatever it is, i I'm worried about when the cameras aren't filming what he's going to be like with her. And I just think he's going to be so nasty. If this is what we, Steph said it before, if this is what he's like on camera, berating her about her Instagram and making her feel like shit, that it's going to be worse behind closed doors. And the thing is... Um, what was I gonna say? Ugh. I always forget my train of thought with him because he just like bur- like bur- burrows into my brain like well, a let's... dirty old worm and starts to eat away at my, <laughs> my at my brain hole. I know. I want to have food poisoning all over him. Basically, <laughs> I have so many tracks of like t- how I'm just so unhappy with him that I they I know. all just kind of jumble together. And I'm like, ah, hate he gets, you. He
0: gets pissed off at her for taking pictures on the boat. They're on a Mm -hmm. boat. They're on... Also, FYI, there's a camera crew all around you. Her taking pictures with her phone is a moot point. I mean, you are getting this whole thing filmed. And it's like someone signed him up for the show to, one, marry a stranger, and two, have have it all filmed and documented without his consent, (laughs) as if that happened. Like, he was (laughs) entrapped. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, Ugh. he is so pissed that anyone is documenting anything. I'm like, you're literally on a reality TV show. Do you know that you're on a reality exactly. TV show? Like, Instagram is secondary to that. So she's taking pictures. Of course, she's on a fucking boat. That's what you do. Hello, it's 2020. Like, I know I'm yeah. talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, I'm still living, you know, 40 fucking <laughs> years ago. But still,
1: I know. It. I even know it's 2020. That would and then make she, some great Insta pics.
0: Then she takes pictures of her food, and he, like, has a freak outfit. He's like, well, I just don't – I don't know girls who have big followings and da-da-da. And she tries to actually have this conversation with him, like, yeah. you know, I just like to share my life and, you know – Whatever, and she alludes to the fact that she's had past boyfriends who have become jealous for certain reasons. It that- didn't work out. I'm like, okay, this is not that. This is not a boyfriend. First of all, you legally married this motherfucker. Ugh. And number two, this isn't even a jealousy thing about other guys. He is jealous of you. He wants yeah. to. He wants to skin you and wear you as a suit. He is jealous yeah. of you <laughs> being who That's you
1: are. So great. And especially because how effortless life seems for her, and I'm sure it's not because she's ended up in this position with this douchebag, but she's beautiful, she's intelligent, and seemingly she just kind of, you know, gets out there and gets shit done, whereas he's this ball of anxiety and he doesn't have enough self-worth to put himself out there in situations, yet somehow he's got this really narcissistic streak. Uh, it's it's yeah you're right he's just completely jealous of her and he doesn't know what to do with that uh burning burning rage inside I really it really made a lot of sense to me when we learned about Taylor's past couple of boyfriends really Mm -hmm. treating her like shit because she's like oh my god you're so nice to me when he does nothing when he what like doesn't spit in her face right like he's just like, oh when he God, doesn't treat so her romantic. badly when he doesn't
0: treat her badly she thinks he's being nice i'm like no that's what he, he's doing what he's supposed to do as a normal human he's not being yeah. treating you badly he keeps claiming to be this shy private person who has panic attacks and wants his alone time and privacy i'm like again get the fuck off of reality television and don't apply to be on the mm-hmm. show brandon you idiot and then he actually takes it out on production, showing that it is all an immaturity, and an impulse control and a narcissistic thing going on in himself. Yeah. I mean, again, it, here's me with my no degree in any kind of psychological form, but he is. I got believe some, every word you say. Exactly. We're, we're <laughs> right. We're just right. He's got some serious mental health stuff going on. I don't. Mean yeah. diagnosable. I don't know, guys. Don't come at me. I don't know what I'm talking about, but you know what I'm saying. Like it is inside of him. It has nothing to do with her. She is just collateral yeah. damage in his internal problems.
1: I just diagnose him as a dickhead. Okay, me too. Let's go with that. He's diagnosed as a dickhead,
0: <laughs> and the remedy for that is like one punch in the face from Taylor. Not that we're why condoning was he, violence.
1: Um, why did he have a steak in his bed? <laughs>
0: He was bitching about not getting his food on time, and then remember when he was walking out at the end, and then production held the elevator door open. He was like putting his cup in their face. It was all about him not being able to eat at a certain time. Oh, and then yes, but then this fucking asshole just leaves. He just decides to. He just like he doesn't even pack his own shit. He leaves her there to take care of all of his stuff. I was like, you know what? The annulment needs to happen yesterday. Like, I I can't believe this poor woman has to deal with his ass back home. Because then he Mm -hmm. gets on the bus after she's packed all of his shit up, dealt with his tantrum. Production has all dealt with his tantrum, too. And he starts swearing at everyone on the bus. And that's where we left off this past week.
1: Yeah, and look, I I was like, why the fuck did she pack for him? Just leave him there, fuck him. He's a little baby, leaving fucking Panama to you know rock back and forth in a corner and cry about losing his beautiful young Beyonce wife. But I realized she probably did it because she was like, well, production has enough to deal with. Like, because they would have just done it, and it's not their responsibility. It's not her responsibility. It's fucking this burnt ass little baby's responsibility to get in there and, I don't know, be a 34-year-old grown-up. She doesn't even pack smack him. Shit. I know.
0: I say when they get back, there has to be a point at which they put Brandon and Zach in the apartment together. And I don't know who runs mm-hmm. to whom, but Taylor and Mindy need to get together and have their own love shack and start dating other people. Because yeah. this is a nightmare. These poor women. Mika and Michael, I don't know how they're going to do, but, but Mindy and Taylor, to me, are just in a nightmare situation, period. Like, there's Mm -hmm. no turning back from what's happened on the honeymoon. Especially, though, with Brandon. I mean, I would be like, I don't even want to live with him. I don't want to live... It's not good for me. I'm not emotionally ready to share even a space with this person.
1: Well, that's that's the thing. That's what I mean. Like, there is going to be a time when production leaves and she's just alone with him. And I... Like, that scares me, legitimately scares me. I don't know that he would be physically abusive, but we're already seeing him be manipulative and that is abuse as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah, he's gross. That's my diagnosis as well. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Okay. Well, apparently the Australian version is way more bad shit. But this one <gasps> is, for a regular season of 90 Day, the U.S. version, this is actually pretty bad shit. Because usually at they, they at sight? least get through. Yeah, married at first sight. <laughs> Sorry. I just said 90-day fiance because I am like so entrenched in that world and I cannot it just comes out of my mouth.
1: All right. Married hey, at Angela's first sight.
0: Um I know, I know. Mary Payne yeah. and I talked about that on the podcast this week. Poor Angela. I hope everybody's okay. But anyway, yeah, not 90 Day Fiance, which you guys I am covering <laughs> with Mary Payne Gilbert on the regular Pink Shade podcast. Check that out if you haven't yet. And then over on Patreon.com slash Mary Payne and I are doing bonus recaps every week of rotating shows, Life After Lockup, Vanderpump Rules, and Finishing Up Below Deck right now. And it will always be changing as we roll along. However, Married at First Sight, for a regular season of the U.S. version of Married at First Sight, this is kind of crazy. Like this, usually it takes until after the honeymoons for things to really start falling apart, for the wheels to start right. coming off the bus, but damn. Three out of five couples are already, like, not great. so Fully hmm. toxic. I know. I know. But you know what, guys? We're still going to watch it. I love it. it. (laughs) We are just going to keep going. Uh, Tell people where they can find you and your
1: podcast, your Instagram, your Twitter. Okay. So I'm on I'm Reality TV and me. That's name my pod. So wherever you're listening to this, I'm sure you can find it. iTunes and Spotify and all that business. Um, I've just got a new logo and I love it. So So check it out. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Reality TV and me and Facebook, same name. Or you can find me on my personal Insta at She's Pernicious. You can Google how to spell that. I did. And on Twitter as well. Join me on Twitter because I only have like two followers because I just joined up because I'm 80 and I don't know how to use the interwebs. So yeah, chat to me on Twitter. I'm still working it out. Um, And DM me on Instagram if you have any uh, hot tips on how to survive Maths Australia or how to link people to it because I want to get as many people watching as possible because it is a shit show. James Weir, and I looked it up, but now I've totally forgotten how to spell his name again, um, is the guy that does those short recaps if you can't find it anywhere else find him on Facebook. Yeah. It's W E I R. Yeah. So he's amazing as well. Okay. I will find
0: him and I'll try to link that up too. And if you guys, if links aren't in the show notes that we, you know, if we can't put everything in there, just join the pink shade with Aaron Martin Facebook page. That's where we're posting links all of the time and people who are listening are posting things they find. So it's a really fun community. Don't worry. No one in there is mean to each other. If they are, we kick them on right on out. We just are mean to TV people. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's what we do. So you can also go to patreon.com slash pink shade. If you want to join my bonus episodes only, I'm doing a ton of stuff over there every month. And it's just a variety of subjects. I've been covering all kinds of different documentaries and personal stories. And I do cheap beauty buys from target, you know, just all of the things <laughs> that a woman of a certain age are interested in. So doesn't that sound great? Doesn't that sound like a Amazing. great mom, mom group? Um, and then you can also follow me at Aaron Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram and hit up the taste of reality store, you guys, because there is some great stuff in there coming every single month. I just looked in there recently, taste of com. That's where you can find my podcast and any articles that I write or have written, but you can also go to the taste of reality store and there's such good 90 day fiance merchandise in there. And there's also pink shade merchandise and there's tons of Hey Bunky gear. I mean, who doesn't want a hay Bunky beanie? I made Mary Payne wear a hot pink hay Bunky beanie almost the entire time when she visited <laughs> me. And she has never been the same. So, yeah, you can get everything over there. And, yeah, thanks for leaving us a five-star rating and review. You guys really help us out just by helping spread the word by clicking the stars and moving on your merry way. And thank you so much, Kirstie. I'll talk to you soon. And prayer hands together for mindy and for taylor and maybe for mika Mm -hmm. and uh we'll talk next week let us pray